are tuning in to Rock the Mad Podcast. What's up, world? It's your boy Rod, and I'll be joined by Ian of the Vibes and Stuff Podcast. Today, we're going to be handing out awards, y'all. The NBA is going to be announcing who's going to win MVP, who's going to win Coach of the Year, who's going to win Rookie of the Year. Well, we're going to give you our predictions of who we think is going to win those awards. Along with that, we're going to talk about the worst player awards, which is something that never gets handed out in the NBA, but we're going to hand them out on this show. Also, who's going to win the ever-so-coveted J.R. Smith Award? You're wondering what the J.R. Smith Award is. Well, we'll explain that, too, in the podcast. Also, Kawhi Leonard wants out of the soul box. He doesn't want to be a San Antonio Spur anymore. We're going to talk about where we think he's going to end up and how will this affect LeBron James' next move. With that, sit back, relax, enjoy the show, and listen. Yo, yo. What's up? What's going on? Once again, it's on. I'm recording recording live from 55th Street in in lovely Chicago, Illinois right now. All right, man. Don't get shot, man. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, I said said I'm on 55th Street, not 63rd. Oh, 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 okay, okay. I I forgot. I forgot. It's it's a little bit safer on 55th, you know what I'm saying? But if you go too far to 47th. Right, oh, right. Oh. It's kind. Of, it's it's still kind of sweet on fifty fifth a little bit. Oh, uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, well, welcome everyone to the Rod the Mag podcast. I got Ian from Vibes and stuff with me. We're gonna get right into it since my man is on the road. Uh, we're gonna hit these uh few segments with the NBA Finals being over with. Now all the talks is about free agency. Talks about. Uh, draft picks, all that good stuff. We're going to get into it uh, today. First of all, we're going to talk about Kawhi Leonard. He wants out of the soul box. <laughs> he wants his personality back, man. Soul box. <laughs> soul box. <laughs> when you sign with the Spurs, your soul goes along with it. <laughs> Whatever the case. I'm not gonna throw any spoilers, but if you follow the, the, the Game of Thrones, the last I don't know if you saw the last episode. I, I seen them all, man. Okay. That last episode, I ain't gonna throw no spoilers, but the soul box officially got passed on to another franchise. But I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm, not gonna, I'm, not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna mention any names, man. Greg Popovich gave up his uh his his torch. So uh if you don't follow that series, please do. It is some of the funniest stuff, collection of of cartoons you ever want to watch. So let's right into it. Kawhi Leonard, man, where do you think he's going to end up? It's hard to say, man. It's hard to say. The media seems to be really, really trying to force this Lakers thing, man. Like the the Lakers. I mean, we we knew this was going to be happen. Like the media was going to try to forced them into relevancy ever since Kobe Bryant retired. And to be honest, man, before Kobe Bryant retired, they were irrelevant as a, just as a team. 
right now and as a franchise just because of mismanagement. I think they're an even bigger circus now that, you know, you got the Ball family there now. Like, you know, not the Ball of Brand. No, no, man. Never lost. (laughs) Never lost. You know, but not to get too off topic here, but like, why is there, why are these sports networks giving airtime to Leangelo Ball? Asking him about his Lakers workouts. It's like, yeah, you know, are the Lakers really serious about this? Like, I, if they I, I don't are think in so. a bigger circus than I thought, but like everyone really seems to be trying to force both Kawhi and LeBron going to LA. I just that would be the worst possible choice either one of them can make right now. Um, yeah, you know, I, I if I if I had to put money on where he might end up, honestly, man, like I don't know what their what their salary cap is looking like right now. It might not be looking too good, but the place that makes the most sense for him is is Houston. You talking about Kawhi Leonard? Yeah, LeBron. Okay. Oh, Kawhi. I'm sorry, Kawhi. Okay. Now, of course, I know they could. I know they could trade him, trade for him, and everything, and you know. But you, you still, I, I, I think he's looking to get paid. It's, it's. I, 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 I can't yeah. even say that because Kawhi Leonard is such a mystery, man. He like, he like Master Killer from Wu Tang Clan. He just kind of <laughs> sits in the cut, man. You know, until it's time to speak, and then when he speaks, everyone listens. But like, yeah. You don't know. You don't really. It's hard. He's hard to read, man. You don't know if he really wants to wants money, a bigger contract, or if he wants to go to a team where he feels he could he can have a chance of winning another chip. You just don't know with him. I don't know what his motives are. I got an even better comparison. How about Marvin Harrison? I think he's the Marvin Harrison of the NBA. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> hey, you don't know what's going on in Marvin Harrison's head, but he'll pull that gun out of you in a minute. <laughs> if yeah. you act up, <laughs> you act out of line. Marvin Harrison's gonna shoot you. You right, know, he but, you know. right, right. He go throw. He go. He gonna catch about three touchdowns for you. Win the game for you. But after the game, don't come. Don't come with no mics. The media better not come <laughs> at him with no mics. He gonna pull it out that AKA or you know, that right. AK forty seven. Get out of my locker room. <laughs> so yeah, I agree with you. I I think you know Kawhi is hard to read. I don't know whether he wants to get paid. I don't know if he wants to settle with a team. Where he could just be him? Uh, do he want to go to a team? Do where he wants to win a championship? It's a lot of questions. I don't think uh, I don't think L.A. is the perfect def- destination for him because they don't. L.A. really don't have any good assets to give back to the Spurs. That's now, the other are we, thing. Are we sold on any of those pieces, Randall? Uh, Randall. You got Randall, you got Kuzma. Now, Kuzma had a good rookie season, but we all seen good rookie seasons before. Tyreek Evans, perfect example. Uh, Brogdon, perfect example. Those were two guys that won rookie of the year, and then they disappeared after that. It's like, how do we know what we're going to get back with Kuzma? And then another factor that nobody's talking about is the fact that that's being kind of swept under the, the rug here is Greg Popovich talking about possibly retiring. So... Yeah, yeah, because his his wife passed away and everything. So, so the question you know, is, is he gonna care? Is he is he gonna be like, oh, I'm worried about the Spurs' future, or is he gonna even care of what offer that the Lakers are gonna put on the table and just give him some terrible, you know, pizza for chips type trade? You know, it's yeah, yeah. It's it's hard to tell if he's even emotionally invested anymore. Like 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 I said, with with his wife passing away, right. 
you know, he, he might, his head just might be in a different space. You know what I mean? Like that happens, man. When things in your life change or, you know, tragedy strikes or whatever, you just look at things a little differently. And, but, but, but going back to your point about LA, like, yeah, what, what pieces do they really have? Like, you know, it would be, it would be another one of those like bend over and take it deals. It, it is. It is. That, that these GMs are so, so famous for doing now. Right. Um, and just, man, I just, I don't know, man. I'm just not convinced that they're not a Mickey Mouse organization right now, man. Like, they, um, you know, Lonzo Ball is running that, running that organization. He's the mouthpiece for that organization right now. Yeah, he's overstepped magic. And who could ever thought that some dad from L.A. could just run the Lakers' uh, I, I thought it. greatest I thought it. player? When he first... When he first started getting all this publicity and all this camera time, like, I definitely thought it. Like, like dude is dude is selling his personality, man. And like, oh, he's definitely you, is. You know, I, I don't know how much you watch the sports networks, man. But already, man, they. I, I mean, like as of weeks ago, when the playoffs started, they they were interviewing him, asking him what was next for the for the Lakers. To can, can LeBron play with your son? It's like, yo, yeah. man. Like, 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 LeBron is LeBron, man. Like he he. They they could just like like Lonzo Ball is trade bait, man. Like if LeBron yeah. say get rid of him, I'm not playing on the same team with him. It's going to happen. Exactly, exactly. I agree. I'll, I'll speaking of LeBron, I've also heard talks. I've heard talks. Some of the things that I've been reading that the Lakers actually haven't really reached out yet for a Kawhi Leonard trade, but I've heard they've reached out to Cleveland already. Now. I know it's coming up. I think this June 29th is when the deadline for LeBron James to either sign with Cleveland or bounce. Awesome. So do you see Cleveland making a, a address, especially with the draft coming? Uh, do you see the Cleveland Cavaliers making us a, a strong push to get Kawhi Leonard to Cleveland in, 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 in I guess, an attempt to keep LeBron James there? Absolutely. If they if they're smart, they would like. But but again, the problem comes up with who, who do you give up in a trade to get them? That's true. No one wants Kevin Love's contract. Uh, J.R. Smith, no. Hennessy Smith. Hennessy <laughs> Smith, no. <laughs> I mean, uh, Tristan Kardashian, no. Like no one's like, yeah, right. double contract. What, 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 but the Spurs really want those guys on their team, like wearing Spurs uniforms. Like no. I highly doubt it. No, no, those those players don't have. They they got too much soul in them. The the Spurs are not taking any of Kardashian soul away from any any player. Uh, <laughs> and Anthony, and not Anthony Davis, but uh, what's the guy? Kevin Love. He's he's too soft to even get a soul taken out of him. So there's nothing for the Spurs to work with. I I just don't see how that's gonna happen. They're going to have to add another team to the trade or add two more teams to the trade. It's going to have to – in order for this to happen, I think it's going to have to be multiple teams involved where everybody's going to benefit. I don't think this is going to be a two-team deal because teams don't really have – the teams that are up in, in the Kawhi Leonard Sweet States don't really have nothing to offer back to get him. They just don't, except Boston. Yeah. Yeah, except for Boston, and what about? Now I was thinking another team I was thinking about, man, was Indiana. 
I think, and you know what? We talked about this too. I think Kawhi Leonard would be a perfect one-two combo with him and Victor Oladipo. That they got a lot of good young players around that team. They they challenge Cleveland. Now we don't know how much stock we're gonna put in that because of what happened to Cleveland in the finals, but they could add Kawhi Leonard to that squad and that that would make Indiana an attractive place for a lot of veterans who are on contracts that you know, you got Trevor Ariza talking about he don't want he don't he he wants to get paid. So Rockets might look to move him. You got other veterans on other teams like Jamal Crawford. You got Rudy Gay tr- trying to leave. Uh, you got uh, even Carl Anthony Towns has threatened to trade the Wiggins and Jimmy Butler. That report came out. They're not getting along. So that whole thing in Minnesota big surprise, is a big disaster. Surprise Big surprise there. Yeah, no surprise. Right. As a Bulls fan, we used to hearing that. They're the Timber the Timber Bulls, you know. So we know <laughs> we know what Tom Thibodeau's teams have, you know. So I just think Indiana is a perfect destination. It's just the fact that will Indiana do it because they kind of cheap. It's kind of a cheap organization. They don't like to pay nobody. Yeah, they're not a big market city, big market team. Um I get that, you know, but but then again, you know, like 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 I said, man, it all goes back to what really is Kawhi Leonard's big motive here. Is it winning? Is it money? Is right. it both? Is it just wanting to play for his hometown? Like, you know, it, it's it's so many unknowns with him. It's just it's hard to say. It's hard to say. Yeah, we we I I don't know what the man wants. I know uh, it's it's going to be t- uh, another factor. And I heard Jalen uh, Jalen Jacoby like a couple of days ago that Kawhi Leonard, you know, a lot of lot of the Spurs don't attract big-name free agents because pe- these free agents know that if they come over to the Spurs, of course, they got to they gotta give up their soul, you know? So it's like <laughs> they got to give <laughs> – so do these players want to – you know, I think – you know, Kawhi Leonard is like, man, I, I'm tired of being with this organization. I don't, and this is just me thinking for Kawhi. I, I just don't want to be in this organization where I, I know I'm not going to get enough help because of the fact that Pop has a system and no, none of these free agents want to abide to it. So I, I guess going somewhere where he knows that another superstar like LeBron James or Paul George would like to play with him, I think maybe that's a factor into him wanting to get credit. We all we all know about the whole doctor situation. That that that's starting to get a tired become a tired story. I think that's just a minor part of why he's yeah. doing it. I think most of it has to do with I just think he wants to go somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, man, whether it's yeah, whether it's his hometown or somewhere else, like if the man wants to go, let him go, man. I I, I don't I don't really like how the media's been dumping on Kawhi Leonard. Like this is a dude who kind of to himself, stays free of drama, and, and yeah. So, yet, like they're they're, they're speaking about him like, um, like he's just one of the most disloyal players. You know what I mean? Because he wants out of San Antonio. Like, who knows what he knows? You know, maybe yeah. he knows something we don't know as far as pop leaving. Yeah, you know, as far as it's like new- a good kid. It's like that good kid in school that never gets in trouble, and then finally. You know, right, he laughs. He laughs at a joke, and all of a sudden, he's getting sent to the principal's office. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, I, um, you know, and maybe he knows something we don't know. Maybe, 
maybe Tony Parker is going to retire, and Manu Ginobili is going to retire, and those another factors. Rudy Gay is gonna is gonna gonna exit, and uh, what's the other guy? Uh, uh, Lamarcus Aldridge is is looking for uh, the right. exit. Well, Rudy Gay already is rumored to go to Golden State, uh, from what I'm hearing. So, like, that there there goes your answer with that with Rudy Gay. But yeah, Manu Ginobili and Parker, we don't know what's going on with them. Man, they yeah, got a lot of Golden State could sign Rudy Gay for peanuts right now, and he'll yeah, go. they could, they could, and and with with. Uh, Ginobili and Parker, I think they those other guys like Anderson, Forbes, those those kids they played great basketball last year. So I'm sure the Spurs want to develop those guys once you know Parker and all them leave. But that's another factor because is Kawhi Leonard going to want to go through another developing process? I don't think so. I doubt it. I doubt it. So that. I honestly, I don't know where Kawhi is going to end up. I'm hoping it's not the Lakers because I'm with you on the whole, you know, the NBA is trying to force the Lakers to be good again. Hey, won't y'all be more thirsty towards other big market teams too, like the Bulls, like the Knicks, you know, like those, te- those are the teams that bring money along like with the, the Pistons, Lakers. Man. Like the Pistons. I mean, these are other organizations that help bring revenue to the league over the past uh, years. Pist- when the Pistons and Lakers were playing in the 80s, the Bad Boys versus the Le- Showtime Lakers, that was must-see TV. That was because the league had more parity. You know, even though the Bulls dominated the 90s, there still was a lot of parity in the, in the NBA because you had a different Western Conference Finals making it into the championship. So we need to find a way. The NBA needs to find a way not to – I mean, to – not allow another Golden State thing to happen again. Because if it does, the NBA is going to turn stale, man. It, it really is. I mean, uh, it going to turn? I mean, it's kind of kind it, of well, already it, there. It, well, yeah, the, the finals was, was laughable. I mean, it was laughable. So, yeah. I mean, and I thought that, you know, we talked about this too. We were comparing the NBA to the NFL and how – the NFL lost so much revenue last year in comparison to the NBA and how the NBA is slowly making its mark as America's number one sport. But after this finals, I'm I'm saying I think it took a I think the NBA took a step back a little bit and now are at even kill with the NFL. And now the ball's on the NFL's court for next year. If the NFL, Absolutely. you know, turn out to have an exciting season, unlike last year's season, then you know, up to the – I mean, the Super Bowl was really good for the NFL last year, but the rest of the season was trash. This this year, if the NFL step his game up, everybody's going to be turned around looking at the NBA like, okay, now what you going to do? Well, well, the, the the reason the NFL, I think, is doing poorly is is for different reasons. I, I think it has zero to do with the talent as, as much as the, the uh, politics of the NFL and the NFL owners. Right. Um, you know, that's a whole different topic I don't even want to get into, but... No, we'll get into that in future episodes, but yeah. But in short, NFL, you messing up. Yeah, they messed, they're messing up in the NBA. You know, y'all going... If y'all, if y'all allow this to happen again, man, it's, it's people are going to be some... It's going to be some very upset NBA fans, and you, you, then you're going to lose 
the casual NBA fans that jumped on the bandwagon when all of this was transpiring. So uh, that's pretty much it. So LeBron James, we, we don't know what's going to happen. I think basically wherever Kawhi Leonard ends up is going to affect where LeBron James goes. So now, now, do you think it is it's it's he's going to fall where Kawhi falls, or if he, or is he going to fall where Paul George falls? That's a good question. I think it's more attractive to fall where Kawhi Leonard falls because he's a more complete player, and he's stepped up in a clutch more than 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 Paul George. Paul George, I, I, I it's hard for me to put my finger on Paul George. He confuses me. I want he's got a he's got a loser's face. I'll be honest yes. with you, man. Yes, he does. Like he's got he looks like he belongs on the Raptors. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, the dude is just he just doesn't it's something missing with Paul George. He just he's a very good basketball player. But I'm just not wild about him. I, I'm not like, oh man, why aren't the Bulls trying to figure out something to get Paul George here? I'm more like that with Kawhi Leonard. I'm more like, like that with LeBron James, but not with 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 Paul George. He had such a bad game five. No, it was a game six. It was game six against Utah when, you know, and some of that had to do with Russell Westbrook jacking up 40 shots. But Paul George didn't make his case even better for shooting two for 18 from field. He had a John Starks game seven performance. And it's like, <laughs> come on, man. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Hey, this, this is the... This is the Utah Jazz with one one rookie, and you guys just wet the bed like that. It, it was it was bad. I mean, I I was yeah. I either why. either their chemistry was like worse than we thought, or like Utah was really really good, and we just don't know it. Right. Exactly. So we we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll we'll know Utah story come next year, uh, and basically see you know what the case is. But we'll 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 find out. Now, speaking of going into the end of the season, even though um, the playoffs is over with, there's still awards to be handed out. So uh, we're going to talk Third. about these NBA awards and our predictions. Hey, hey, if with, with, with your permission, I would like to introduce another category with the awards. Okay, which which one? I, the 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 good players awards or the lose the, the terrible players awards? Because we got two segments. So which it, one? It's kind of it's kind of in the middle between between a, the two of them. I so I have an award called the Congratulations You Played Yourself Award. <laughs> and if I, I can it. if I, I can get it. my device working right, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna pull up the audio when I present that award. Okay, I got you. I got you. So <laughs> let's let's do the MVP first. Let's let's see the the three candidates for MVP is James Harden. LeBron James, Anthony Davis. So, who do you got winning that award? Oh uh, man, J- James Harden, hands down, man. I, I know they yeah. lost to the to the to the Warriors in, in in seven games in the in the conference finals. Um, but I mean, stat wise and what he means to that team, man. Honestly, man, he should have won it last year. I, I feel kind of salty now that he went last year's went to Russell Westbrook. Um. But but James Harden got snubbed last year, man. He and he would be getting snubbed this year if he didn't win it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think I think James Harden had uh, a great season last year. People were just so 
Westbrook had that record breaking season. Uh, which no one had a triple double, average a triple double until yeah, what was that but, forty years ago? But but it wasn't. But then he did it again this year, and it's like. But see, that's that's okay. I want to get on it because because see those those triple double averages weren't pure. It was it's it's not what you do, it's how you do it, and the way he was getting those rebounds, man. Yeah. You know. I agree. I saw a uh, I saw a compilation uh, put together on YouTube where they were showing him. Basically, how like taller players on the Thunder, like Stephen Adams, were like falling back in garbage time when the opposite team missed the field goal to let Russell Westbrook get the rebound, so that way he can get however many he needed that night to keep his average up. Hey, that's that's terrible. You know, that's terrible. And it was, and I and I always questioned that. Yeah, yeah, I always questioned that. I feel like I feel like this. If you average a triple double two years in a row, but you're finishing fifth and sixth in the NBA in I mean in the West and you're not really those triple double type like LeBron James when he, you could see the 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 team getting better around him. The team flows better around him. With when Russell Westbrook get a triple double you don't really feel it during the game. You just it's just the end of the game, and you see that Russell Westbrook put up a triple double, but it's not they'll in the process, or it's just it don't feel like one. It just don't feel like the the team. Hey, Rodney, you, you really thriving, Rodney? You cutting off right now? I don't know if you in an area okay. with bad reception. Let me see. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you better now. Okay. Uh, no, I was just saying uh, those who had missed my point. You know, LeBron James when he does a, when he has a triple double game, it really helps. You could see the how the team flows with his triple doubles. They flow well with it, and they dominate when he does that. But when Westbrook gets a triple double, yeah, you don't really feel it. Right, they could be down by twenty. Yeah, and he has a triple double before halftime, and he's like, okay, who cares? You know, he doesn't affect the game, and they're finishing in fifth and sixth in the West, and it's like, okay, this is the MVP from last year? Like, I agree. Uh, James Harden, he puts up triple-doubles that affect the game. and But you know what? I, I think triple-doubles are an overrated statistic, honestly. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, it, it, I see, agree. Like, assists, <laughs> assists are something that you, it, it basically uh, an, uh, your, your assist average is like it's a measurement of your chemistry with your teammates. Right. Okay. How can I, do I know where to find so-and-so to get him the ball for him to score it? You know, uh, um, you know, wherever they are on the court um, with rebounds. Like if you're getting rebounds in garbage time, man, that's not, you know, I don't know. I just think triple doubles are a very overrated um, statistic. I, I think it's overrated depending on what kind of triple double it is. You can get a Draymond Green triple double. Or you can get a Jason Kidd type triple double, where it's it really meant something to the team. Like Draymond Green, it's his triple doubles are just hustle plays, and because of what he just, you know, he's always at the right place at the right time. He'll make a little layup, or they leave him open for three. So if he hits about three of those, that's nine points, and then he'll get a couple of layups here. That's twelve, and then he has the greatest three point shooters, so he can just pass it to them. That's his those are assists, and then he gets rebounds just off hustle. 
I mean, it's easy for him to get a triple double. Is he doesn't have to work hard for it. So yeah, but they're quality triple doubles, and they get like you said, they like like with James Harden, they get the team going, and you know, you see everybody getting better around him. Whereas with Russell Westbrook, everyone's just kind of do 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 do. We're on the yeah, court. yeah, yeah, and that's what it is, and that's what it is. I would, in a future segment, I want to, I'm gonna mention, I want to talk about this um, in a future segment. It's gonna be a good one. It's called does. A versatile player, just because a versatile player is a player is versatile, does that mean he's better? To case in point, Scottie Pippen, more versatile player. But is he the best player? No, because you have Michael Jordan that does one thing. You know, Michael Jordan is not known to being a versatile player. He's known for being a scorer. So, but he was also known for like, his defense. Yeah, he was also known for his defense too. Yeah. I think versatility gets into it. It, it. it starts to become a bigger deal. Actually, the, the the bigger the player is, like for instance, like a versatile center is a lot more valuable and a lot more rare than a versatile guard. Right. Right. Yeah. Like uh, Nurkic, for example, from Denver. You know, he's a versatile center. He can drop. Uh, he can get rebounds. He can shoot the three. He can post up. He can do a lot of different things. He can protect the paint. You know, there's a rarity with those type of players as far yeah. as the center position. So, but yeah, James Harden, I agree, man. James Harden is definitely in my vote for the MVP. LeBron had a great playoffs, but his season, he had a good season too. He played 82 games, but, and he had a streak where he was putting up some, some nice numbers and hitting game winners, but it wasn't consistent. You know, James Harden was consistent the entire season. Anthony Davis, I thought he showed how valuable he was after Cousins went down. But because he played with Cousins half the season and Cousins kind of took away from his productivity, I think I think that, you know, it's fair not to give him the award. But yeah, it's he, he, would be, he would be a close second. Not a close yeah. second, but a second. Only because of what he did during the playoffs. Yeah, definitely. He was a monster in the playoffs. He was definitely a monster in the playoffs. You come in and you sweep the the, the three seed Portland Trailblazers, like right. he wasn't right. playing, man. And he he still had a very good ser- series against um, you know, Golden, Golden State. State. It's just they wasn't deep enough. That was it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. So our next uh, category: Rookie of the Year. Donovan Mitchell and Ben Simmons and Jason Tatum are up for the Rookie of the Year award. So who you got? Man, dude, two months ago, two months ago, I would have said Ben Simmons, man. I, I got I to gotta stick up for my – I have a tendency to stick up for my light-skinned brethren. But, <laughs> but um, I mean, I guess Jason Tatum will fall in that category too, man. Now that the playoffs are over, I would be more inclined to give it to Jason Tatum. Hmm. Like like I said, two months ago I would have gave it to Simmons. I, I feel him and Mitchell are kind of on the same, um, you know, on the same level, so to speak. Both their teams made it to the to the uh, second round of the playoffs. Um, you know, Donovan Mitchell might have had a little tougher, uh, uh, you know, road to get there, but I, I would have been comfortable giving it to Simmons. 
But I think Sim just watching the two of them play, I think Simmons is a more versatile player. And I, I, I think Simmons is gonna get better over time. Whereas with Donovan Mitchell, I'm not so I'm not so sure. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell is a little undersized. Uh I I think he's a great uh, he had a great rookie season. He did some things. I was like, oh my goodness. Uh the man is amazing. I mean, it, it's I wouldn't be mad if any of these three won, but I'm I'm more leaning towards Ben Simmons myself, uh, only because he had the he he was more consistent throughout the season. Again, rookie, rookie of the year was Brock Sissy the entire, entire season. Donovan Mitchell was kind of like people didn't really start talking about Donovan Mitchell to like January February when he really started lighting it up and he won the dunk contest and then it was just it was just a lot of he started having a lot of build up halfway through the season, but Ben was just consistent the whole entire time. Jason Tatum was was great in the playoffs, but during the regular season, he was kind of on and off, hit or miss. Uh, but, you know, I I, I got to lean towards Ben Simmons. And I know Donovan Mitchell's not going to like that because he's got to – he doesn't – he's a true rookie, which I think I disagree with. But, you know, it is what it is. That's what the NBA rule is. Right, the rules is the rules, man. Rules is the rule. You know that that means you got to take Blake Griffin's uh, rookie of the year away from him because he didn't play his rookie season and he came back and just was dunking on Timothy Mozgov. And next thing you know, he's jumping over cars, which not I don't really <laughs> I didn't think <laughs> I didn't think that was you know a, a great dunk, but hey, it is what it is. He did cool dunks, right? So right. hey, he jumped over the car hood. Yes, he he got the car hood. Yeah, correction. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He jumped over the car hood. So I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I could, I could, I could do that if a dog was chasing me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I could, I could do that if some GDs was chasing me on the south side on, on 47th <laughs> right. Street. You know what I mean? Right. I, I, I did that uh, running out of Jeffrey Manor once. <laughs> Man, I was coming home from from Driver's Ed. You know, I was coming home from Drivers End, and I'm Blackstones over there in this CVS chasing me all around, <laughs> yeah. jumping over. I was jumping over uh, cars and jeeps, all types of stuff, man. <laughs> <laughs> I could do what Blake Griffin's doing. No big deal. <laughs> right, I'm five five, man. I, I, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man, that's amazing. Five five. I, I I gotta give you a trophy on that one then. I, I'm 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 five eight, so but yeah, uh so yeah, we got Ben Simmons, uh rookie of the year, sixth man of the year, Eric Gordon, Fred Blanfeet and or Bland Van Fleet, whatever his name is, he's not getting an award. I already know that. Lou Williams was amazing this year. This was a tough one for me, man. Man, I gotta go with Eric Gordon. You going with Eric Gordon? Yeah, his I'm team a, got a, farther, so I'm gonna just go. With yeah, him. you're right. I'm gonna go with Lou Williams only because he kind of, you know, the Clippers were in the playoff race, man, and then they kind of faded towards the end. A lot of it had to do with they made some trades, but like Lou was balling. Lou should have been in the All Star game too uh, this past season, but he got snubbed. But I'm gonna go with Lou on this one, man. I, even though I think Eric Gordon's gonna win, I'm, I'm gonna just I'm gonna try to go for the upset on this one. I'm gonna go with Lou. Uh, <laughs> All right, coach. Lou folks, huh? Huh? What'd you say? You, you gonna go with Lou folks, huh? I gotta go with Lou folks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jer- uh, I don't know if Jeremy Goodlow know about our podcast, but Jeremy Goodlow actually 
posted a picture with him uh, this, this past season. I guess, you know, I told Jeremy, I'm like, man, you got how you get how you get in touch with folks? We ain't seen them in a while, man. Tell them to come back to Chicago. You know? <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah, I got I got I got to ride with the folks on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Eric Gordon, man, he looked like a disfellowship Joe witness. So you know, it is. Like... <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he looked like he trying to. He finally gonna grow his beard. <laughs> <laughs> like he wanted, he want to grow it all the way, but you know, he still want to carry the mics. So he just <laughs> went over it with the five stars. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Like my meeting on my meeting on Tuesday. So if I don't shave till Friday. <laughs> straight borderline man straight borderline looking witness dude all right so coach of the year we got Dwayne Casey Quinn Snyder Brad Stevens man I don't even know why this is up for debate man Brad Stevens man. yeah I, I, I'm with you on that one we can keep we can keep we can move on right yeah let's move on let's move uh on. most improved player Clint Capella wait, wait, wait let, let's let's not move on for one second okay go How ahead are you gonna have a coach of the year nominee get fired Man, like somebody's made a mistake. That's all I got to yeah, say. Yeah. All right, but let's move on. All right, Capella for most improved player of the year. Spencer Dinwiddie, which he's a sweet. He's more of a sleeper guy. Like if you a hardcore NBA fan, you know about Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie had game, man. He was balling over there in Brooklyn. And then Victor mm. Oladipo. Man, I gotta give it to Oladipo. Yeah, I got Oladipo too, man. This was that was easy. Shouts out to Capella. He had a great season. Then then Whitty had a good season, but not like Victor. Like Victor, Victor could have been up for MVP award this year. He could have been honored. Yeah, man. Every everybody thought they got Indiana got screwed in that trade when they traded. Oh no! To get Oladipo, I mean, and I was one of them. I was like Oladipo, but hey, man, he he was able to shake that that Russell Westbrook curse, man. Yep, yep. Yeah, that, the, I curse, think... the curse. I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna call it the curse of the raggedy man with him, man, because. <laughs> Something's up. Something's up, man. Something's up. That's all that trap music he be dancing to before games. That's what that is. Yeah, man. It, give, give, it, 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 it kills your brain cells, yep. son. It kills your brain cells. <laughs> yeah, leave that trap music alone, man. So, yeah, I got Victor Oladipo. Uh, that's a no-brainer. Defensive Player of the Year Award, Anthony Davis, Joel Embiid, Rudy Gobert. Ooh, that's, uh, that's a good one. That's um, a real good one. Man, Rudy, you got Rudy Gobert. He's a beast. You got Embiid, and you got Anthony Davis, man. Because all of them, all of them had good pro- playoff runs. Um, man, that's that's a toss up for me, man. But shoot, what the heck? Give it to Embiid, man. Yeah, I, that's that's cool. I, I I can't argue with Embiid. Embiid was played some great defense this year. He's he's all he's a very I can't wait to see Joel Embiid in his prime, man. That's going to be fun to watch. Um, I got Rudy Gobert only because I feel like he got snubbed last year. I, oh, wait, Rudy, so he Rudy, didn't win last year. Who won last year? No, uh, Draymond Green won last year. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so I, I'm not – I didn't. I felt like he should have won over Draymond Green, but I thought Rudy Gobert had a – again, he's just – I mean, he doesn't do anything else but play great defense. And I think it's about time to reward the man, you know, for what he works hard for doing. Uh, I think Joel Embiid, he's going to get something down the road. He probably get it down the road. 
Anthony Davis, you know, great defender. I wouldn't be mad if he got it, but I think I'm going to go Rudy Gobert only because I feel like he got snubbed last year. Yeah, yeah, I, I could roll with that. All right, cool, cool. Now we we on to poor performance awards. Now, I, I have some – I don't know if you could have thought of anybody off top. I have three per category on these uh, categories. I got worst valuable player of the year, bust of the year, means who is the worst rookie of the year, the least improved player of the year, the worst coach of the year, the worst defensive player of the year, and then the J.R. Smith Award, and then you got your big-time award, we're going to conclude with that. Oh, yeah. And so we're we going to conclude the show on a bang with that one. So worst valuable player. Here are my nominees. If you could think of anybody else, I can replace these nominees because there are a lot of terrible players in the NBA. Jason Terry, who averaged one point per game this year, and he started a lot this year <laughs> because they're tired. <laughs> you had to add that on, and he started. <laughs> yeah, and he started because – uh, what's his name? Brogdon was out for most of the season, and Della Vadova was out for most of the season. So Jason Terry had to start at point guard, and you only averaged one point five a game. You deserve to get nominated. Well, Joe Kim Noah out there smoking weed in the Tropical Thunders. I got him as second, and then Cristiano Felicio. He's a local of uh, the Bulls. Which this dude is so terrible. I know. I'm gonna tell you how bad Cristiano Felicio is. <laughs> When the Bulls, you know, remember in the beginning, everybody's getting mad because the Bulls was winning all these games, and and you know, uh, Nick Nikolai Meritage was just ha- averaging like thirty a game, and the Bulls were actually contending, and then they finally traded him, and then after the All Star break, John Paxson said, "Man, screw it, we're taking uh, Brooke Lopez out of the starting lineup. Matter of fact, we're gonna put him on the bench, and we're gonna put Cristiano Felicio out there as a starter." And the Bulls went on like this 10, 15 game losing streak. And this dude contributed four points, two rebounds, no assists per game. And he's a power forward. <laughs> what are you doing, bro? Okay. I, I can roll with that list. I can roll with that list. I mean, but so, is it the rookie too? Uh, Felicio? Yeah. No, no. He's been in the league for three years. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. He's in the league for three years. He came in as a starter, I think, a couple of years ago during his rookie season. They played Cleveland. I think we were at primetime that night, too, with uh, Chris Wynn. And um, he put up a double-double against Cleveland. And everybody was like, oh, who is this kid? You know, this and other. Because I think somebody had got hurt uh, in the starting lineup. So he got inserted into the starting lineup against Cleveland. The Bulls ended up winning that game. But after that, he's been trash. Well, well. True. I I, I, I I could roll with that. Now, um, Jason Terry, I'll give him a pass because he's like 41 years old. True. Um, but for my list, man, for worst, worst, least valuable players, I got Deion Waiters. <laughs> I got Raymond Felton. <laughs> yes, and, yes, and, I love it. And he almost he almost won, but he, he's a runner up. Uh, based on expectations, um, right. at number one, I got Jaleel Okafor. Oh, Jaleel Okafor, definitely. Over all two, uh, both, all three of them. You know, I don't like Raymond Felton to save my life, but, dude, yeah. Okafor, I go with Okafor on your list. Yeah, he's just, just, just considering, like, the expectations for him coming in the league. 
and what he's done and what he did this last season. Man, dude's trash, man. Get him out of here. Yeah, put he him, put him, put Get him out of here. Gone. Don't throw him I remember, away, I remember what some guys was talking. Maybe it was in our group chat, man, when people were talking about, oh, we should trade for Jaleel Okafor. I was like, whatever. Y'all don't – be careful what you wish for. Right, based on what? Right. What? Because he went to high school in Chicago? He went to Whitney Young? Come on, man. I don't want to hear that. All these Chicago-born players. I don't want that. No. We've been burnt out. We've been burnt out enough, man. Keep him on 72nd with Rose. Man. <laughs> with Rose. <laughs> Keep him over there with pool folks in them. You know? Right. Them with, ball, with hooping folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, let, let Chief Keith and all them, you know, Deal with them. I, I, I don't want none of that. All right. So, rookie bust of the year. Uh, I got Frank Mason, the third, uh, Kobe Simmons. Now, those two guys only based it off their numbers. I've never seen them play one lick of basketball this year. But I did see this dude play basketball. And he was being hyped on YouTube before the draft. And this dude was. Oh, he's a great pass. He's one of the greatest passers we ever seen. And they were comparing him to Steve Nash and comparing him to Ricky Rubio. But Milos, that got drafted by the Clippers, he was supposed to be this European phenomenon. And he came over to the Clippers and stunk up the joint, dude. He was terrible. And he goes down as my bust of the year. He, um, I haven't even really, to be honest, I haven't really been following the rookie bust. Um, just the rookies that have been doing well, but just based on expectations and hype, my rookie bust of the year was Lonzo Ball. Yeah, I'll, I can't argue with that too. He was he was a honorable mention in my list. Yeah, yeah, he's. I just don't see him getting better. No, um, you know, and the dude can't shoot, man. The dude can't shoot. Worth a no. lick. No, he's terrible. He can't even shoot uh, dice, according to. Um, yeah. <laughs> hey, according to who, uh, uh, folks? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He came the dice, man. That, that, that's that's terrible. All right, least improved player of the year. I got Thon Maker from Milwaukee Bucks. I got Patrick Patterson. That dude. I don't even want to talk about that dude. And Dennis Schroeder. I got him as winning the least improved player of the year. Dennis Schroeder. I mean, I remember the hype on him. That dude was hyped uh, to be. You know, they were comparing him to Ray John Rondo. They were saying he was going to be, you know, the, the guy to carry the torch after Teague left. He was going to be better than Teague and help Atlanta be. And, and Atlanta turned out to be one of the worst teams in the league. And this man can't even get along with his head coach. And he's been terrible. I mean, ter- he can't even shoot. He can't shoot. He doesn't get his teammates involved. It, it's I know his, I know what's his name left, uh, Al Horford left, but uh, – Honestly, he was only good because he, of the surrounding pieces around him when Corver and Horford and all them was there. Yeah, yeah, and, and all, all those guys left. He got exposed. And yeah, you're right. Like I, 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 he wouldn't win for me only because I didn't expect him to do much anyway. I never bought into the hype with that guy. I just I never saw anything from him that really impressed me. Now you brought up Don Maker, man. Like that's. That's that's who I think should win, man. The least least improved player, because he he he's got pieces to compliment him on his team. Okay. Um, yeah. And considering came, his height, he, he came in with a lot of hype too. He was a YouTube sensation. Yeah, yeah. And, and um, I thought he was going to be better than this. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, he showed flashes like in the playoffs. I remember in the Celtics series. <laughs> 
he had a couple of games where he had like five or six blocks, but like I'm like, man, I thought this dude can dribble. They were comparing him to Garnett. He was gonna be this next. He's gonna be the next new wave of centers that can can put the ball on the floor and shoot the three and and pass and stuff like that. And he he hasn't even lived up to none of that. He's just soft. I seen a game one time where where they were playing OKC. And Steven Adams was just abusing this dude, man. I felt sorry for him, Steven Adams. I think Steven Adams had like 27 points in that game and shot <laughs> almost 100% from the field on this dude. I was like, goodness gracious, man. And and, and Steven Adams not even an offensive player. So, Dang. so yeah, I, Thon Maker gets, you know, yours. I, I might have to switch it. I think I'm going to go Thon Maker on this one too now that I think about it, man. Yeah, yeah, he 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 would win for me. He would win for me. All right, so we got two, we got three more awards. Actually, four more awards left. We gonna go through the coach of the year and worst player, the worst defensive player of the year, real quick. Worst coach of the year, I got Frank Vogel. He just got fired by the Magic. Stan Van Gundy, who did a terrible job in in Detroit. Troy Burke. I already think I know who you. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, so I have, I have third place. I have Ty Lue. Oh, Ty Loop. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. I'm going for I'm get? going for the juggler, man. You going Ty for Lou. the juggler? Okay. Ty, Ty, Ty Loop, man. You 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 going to catch this L? Um, Stan Van Gundy at number two, yeah. and at number one, Fred Hoiberg. Yeah, I agree with you, Fred Hoiberg. He's, he's overdue. I, he's overdue for this award, man. With yeah. that first year he came in, he had the same roster Thibodeau had, dude. Couldn't yep. even get us to the playoffs. Yep. Exactly. That's why I, I can't I, – I don't like Fred. I wish they would fire him and start over with another coach. But it is what it is. It's depressing to talk about it as a Bulls fan, so I'm not going to elaborate on that any further. Uh, worst defensive player, I got Carl Anthony Towns, Jeff Teague, and Josh Richardson. The reason why I picked these three guys is I was looking up – I did some research on defensive rating, and these three players – who had the worst defensive rating out of all NBA players who were starters. Name, name them off again. I got Carl Anthony Towns, Jeff Teague, and Josh Richardson from Miami. Yeah, Jeff Teague, he looked well. I mean, yeah. He, Jeff Teague he terrible. Like on defense. <laughs> um, I'm kind of shocked. I'm kind of shocked with Carl uh, Anthony Towns. Yes, his, they said his defensive efficiency is the worst in the league at 120. And I, I, that's bad. That's bad. I mean, uh, Josh Richardson, I, actually, Josh Richardson has the worst. But I think a lot of that had to do because he was out for the season. So, you know, you're not, they still add your numbers up. All those zero, zeros take you down, take your percentage down. Okay. So, so I'm not going to count that. So, Carl Anthony Towns, definitely. But I, I got to go with Jeff Teague on that one for a split, defense split. I mean, point guards feast on that dude, man. It, it's just – I mean, he does his thing on offense. He's a he's a plug and play type point guard. That you know, if you need him to run an offense, he'll he'll run an offense. Uh, but you know, have fun on the defensive end. This man gonna give up some points. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. He's terrible. So we got two more awards left. Which one we gonna do first? We gonna do the J.R. Smith Award first? Oh man, uh, yeah. Let's get into it, man. Let's get <laughs> first of all. Before we get into the J.R. Smith Award, let's explain, because this is something me and you came up with a long time ago. Hey, hey, explain to the though. audience what the J.R. Smith Award represents. 
So the J.R. Smith Awards goes to a player who showed potential or flashes of potential during a season or a season and a half. And based on those flashes of potential, received a decent to above average contract with another team or even with the same team the following year and have been garbage ever since. Mm. <laughs> okay. So and the, uh, and the award, the trophy, the trophy is, is officially now for the J.R. Smith War. Uh, the trophy is just going to be a Hennessy bottle. <laughs> <laughs> so who gets the Hennessy bottle, man? I'm anxious to hear this again. I'm, I'm anxious to hear it. So, <laughs> so let's see. I have I have two nominees, man. I have two nominees. Okay. I got, and this one kind of hurts me, man, because I was a fan of this guy. Because uh, he he was consistent for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Conley. Okay. Okay. Who is currently signed to four years, one hundred and twenty-six million. Ooh, we. But my front runner is Chandler Parsons with oh. the Dallas Mavericks, who, who 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 got signed to three years at seventy-two million. <laughs> You took the words right out of my mouth on that one. Chandler Parsons, step up and get your Hennessy bottle, bro. <laughs> Chandler Parsons, de- definitely, definitely. I, I, I can't think of no worse. Uh, I, I, I have a different one. I don't. Um, uh, who's the guy? The guy you mentioned again, um, Mike Conley. That shows you how forgettable the, the, these guys are for this award. Yeah, Mike Conley Jr. Only reason why I'm not gonna go Mike Conley is only is just because he got hurt most of the season, and I still think he's got an ounce of goodness left in him. I got Ryan Anderson, along mm. with Chan, Chandler Parsons, for my J.R. Smith Award this year. <laughs> Ryan Anderson, I don't know what happened to this dude, but he had that one season where he was just lighting up the league, man. I mean, sure was. I was watching this dude like, man, this dude look like he fixed cars, man. These dudes out there shooting 40 foot threes, just flat footed. Didn't know, it didn't matter where he was at on the court, man. He was when he was with the new Orleans Hornets at the time. Well, the new Orleans Pelicans at the time, and he was just lighting it up. I remember watching the Bulls game one time where they played the Pelicans and this dude was just hitting three after three out of three. You left him open. It was wrapped. And then somebody was foolish enough to get this man a contract that the Houston Rockets <laughs> got stuck with. And now they can't even the, the Ryan Ryan Anderson is gonna be the reason why they don't get a LeBron James or they don't get a Kawhi Leonard because no one wants that terrible contract. And then poor, poor, poor uh uh Mike D'Antoni puts the man out there during the uh Western Conference finals to try to guard Steph Curry. And Steph Curry was just running circles around him. I mean, it was embarrassing, dude. This dude turned <clears> into <throat> a straight embarrassment. But I gotta get, I gotta give you the, I gotta give you this one. I'm not gonna give him the Hennessy bottle. <laughs> Alan Parsons definitely gets the Hennessy bottle. This man has been MIA for years, man. I, he I had really that one thought. good season. He had that one good season with Houston. He had then- a really good season. And he went over to Dallas, got all that money, and then they were using him to try to recruit people like like um, DeAndre Jordan and uh, uh, what's the other guy? Um, <clears throat> the guy who came over from Portland. Um, man, what's his name? Oh, 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 I, I forget. He came what's over from West? Portland. Oh, Harrison Barnes. Yeah, it was Harrison Barnes. You cutting off, man. I... I all right, one more time. 
You can't hear me now? Harrison hear no, not Harrison Barnes. The other guy who came from Portland. Oh, from Portland. Oh, Wesley Matthews. You, you cut off again. What'd you say? Oh, man. Wesley Matthews. Wesley Matthews. Yep, that's it. That's it. Yeah. yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. Yeah, Wesley Matthews was the guy. Yeah, uh, you're right. You're right. Wesley Matthews another one, man. He was terrible. He, he's been terrible ever since he left Portland. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Hold on. Hold on. All right. <clears throat> I'm losing. I've lost in for a little bit. Yeah, I'm still here. All right, here we go. Here we go. So, yeah, we, we gave Chandler Parsons the Hennessy bottle. He definitely gets the J.R. Smith Award. Appreciate it. So, now we on to our last award. What you got for me, Ian? So, I got the You Played Yourself Award, man. And um, this, is, this, is, this is mainly going to, uh, to trash talkers and people who come in a little too overconfident and then they get their lunch eaten. They get punched in the face and they get stuck for their butter crunch joints. Like back in the day. <laughs> Okay, I think I know who you're about to say, but go ahead. <laughs> so, so um, this award, man, goes to none other than Eric Bledsoe. Yes, 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 yes. Let me see, That's let what me see I'm if I can play. Let, let me see if I can play the audio real quick. All right. Congratulations, you played yourself. <laughs> that come through. <laughs> that came through perfectly, man. All right, all right, Eric Blesso, man, you, 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 you got your your lunch eaten by a rookie, man. Oh, oh, it was embarrassing, man. It was embarrassing. And then how you gonna act like how you gonna you gonna get killed by the dude? Get game winners put on you by him, but then gonna say after the game you don't know who he is? Come yeah, on, you have man. No idea who it is? Well, you should know because you've been looking at the back of his jersey all night. Exactly. Exactly. It's like. And you, we played on the play, playground before, you know, say say you play and pick up ball at the playground, right? And the guy that you guard is scoring on you all the time, right? And you hit his teammates saying his name. You go, at the end of the day, you're like, man, dude, man, Tay-Tay, man, he, he, he dropped 50 on me, man. Yeah. And, <laughs> Tay-Tay got game, you know? Like, and he don't even have a jersey on. So, but in this case, these dudes wearing jerseys, and he's constantly killing you. And you gonna act like you don't know who he is? Come on, man! Definitely, he played himself. He's a, he 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 definitely gets to play himself award. I can't think of nobody else other than uh, Eric Bledsoe that deserves this award. And yeah, that definitely he played himself, man. Man, absolutely, man, absolutely. Yep. Well, that will uh, do it for our segment. Uh, I like to thank again. And from the Vibes and Stuff podcast coming through. For sure, for sure, man. Check out episode seven. It just dropped the other day. Yeah, what's uh what's the topics for that one? So for episode oh, okay. seven, we discussed um uh man, what did we discuss? Uh <laughs> <laughs> um man, it's 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 escaping me, man. But it was it was a good episode, man. It was a good episode. We um 
uh, uh, we discussed the comments made by rapper Russ regarding uh, producers, uh, why, why producers are ruining the game right now. We touched on Sip and Lean, and we also covered our, our five favorite producers of all time. Oh, good, good, good topics, good topics. That's, I got, actually, I got, since I wasn't on the show, I'm going to have to just give you my per, person, top five, right? You said top five? Top five, top five. Top five. I'm going to just j- jump this one right off the head. Uh, of course, Dilla. Uh, I got Ninth Wonder. Um, DJ Premier. <sighs> These other two, uh, I got to go with... Um, Ooh, those last three, man. Hey, I, I, I'm gonna have to get back to you on the last three. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, but you, the first three you named were in my top five. Okay, okay, cool, cool. Now, so I got my other two. That. My other two was Pete Rock and RZA. Oh, Pete Rock, yes, definitely. Forgot about Pete Rock and RZA. That, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm gonna throw some honorable mentions on that. Uh, I, I got a weakness for Timberland back in the day. I thought Timberland was is, is an excellent producer, and then I'm gonna throw Just Blaze in there only because, you know, Just, Just Blaze was underrated. I know people try to make like make it seem like uh, he took um, Kanye's sampling style, which I think is nonsense. Uh, I thought Just Blaze dropped some of the best beats on a lot. Blueprint first, first of all, Blueprint. Uh, Kanye was known for putting a lot of that together, but I felt like the beats that Just Blaze put on Blueprint were really good, if not better than some of the beats Kanye West put on there. So, shouts out to uh, Just Blaze too. For sure, for sure, man. Yeah, but yeah, that's it, man. Uh, appreciate you stopping through, and uh, we're gonna film another episode next week. I'll have topics for all you guys to enjoy i'm sure the draft will probably be over the awards will probably be given free agency is going to be in full effect so we're definitely going to be talking about some of that man i'm looking forward to it bro thanks again for having me all right no problem man thanks you guys for listening all right peace until next time